and welcome to On the Road to Elimination Chamber. I'm Christy, and I'm joined by my brother, David. And if you haven't listened to our podcast before, we like to talk about WWE pay-per-views and their fallouts. This one's a little later recording than I would have liked, (laughs) but got busy with life stuff, you know, work and whatnot. But now we're here, and we're going to talk about some Elimination Chamber. I guess we'll start off with the kickoff. It was a shorter kickoff show. Yeah, well, it was a pretty short pay-per-view overall. Yeah, because... <laughs> Considering what they have been. Yeah, the oh my gosh, yeah. Length they've been. Because we started watching little, maybe a little over an hour after it started, mm-hmm. and we still finished by like 10 o'clock. Yeah. So, pretty quick pay-per-view. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. They don't all have to be yeah. crazy long. No, they don't. I kind of no, wish they do. I kind of wish they had balanced the length of the matches better, though. Yeah. On some of them, but I don't know. No wrestling show is perfect. No. But I don't know. I thought it was a nice little pay per view. But of course, the kickoff show was only an hour long this time. Mm-hmm. Well, they say an hour, but I feel like they do stuff like all. They still do stuff all day, like on other social media, like Facebook and stuff. Yeah. But the, I guess the official kickoff show yeah. was like an hour long. When people actually showing up to the arena. Yeah. Wherever it is. And got some backstage promo stuff. At one point they talked to Charlotte and she wanted Ruby to win. And then I can't remember the, the commentator's name. I meant maybe it's Sam. I can't remember. But they were talking about you know, all the matches and stuff and He's talking about, you know, Finn's match, handicap match against Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, you know, Finn's a good wrestler, but he's never won a title in WWE without being the Demon King. So, yeah, you know, kind of smack talking a little bit, but also <laughs> a correct observation. But it's also true. Yeah. And then there's more i don't know if i mentioned this in the previous podcast about mojo raleigh having weird (laughs) yelling at himself in the mirror promos (laughs) they did that on the kickoff show but yet he still has not been on raw no still haven't done anything with it so i don't even know what they're doing there nope and then we get to the only match on the kickoff show which is the cruiserweight championship between akira tozawa and buddy murphy and the thing that bugged me the most about this match wasn't the actual match, but how they covered the match, because the kickoff show was literally an hour long, but then in the middle of their match, they do a split-screen interview with the New Day with Xavier Woods and Big E about Kofi being in the Elimination Chamber match. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, excuse you, there's a championship <laughs> match going on. Why are you split-screening with an interview right now? You had an whole right. hour to do this. Yeah. So, I did not appreciate that. I thought that was pretty rude. Yeah. Because it was a nice match, you know. Both wrestlers are really good and impressive and fun to watch. Like, Tozawa would try to do a suicide dive, and Buddy Murphy would catch him in midair and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. ugh, They do scare me with some of their moves, though. It's like, <laughs> yeah. how are you not hurting yourself seriously which of course they do sometimes yeah but i don't know how they don't hurt themselves every time more often but But i guess that's what training's for training practice yeah lots of practice but the end i think they called it an octopus lock (laughs) 
I think that's what they called it. Akira, like, got that, locked on to Buddy Murphy, but then Buddy Murphy transitioned it into his finisher, Murphy's Law, and Pentozawa, so Buddy Murphy's still cruiserweight champion. But yeah, that was the only match in the kickoff, and it was interrupted by an interview. <laughs> by a backstage interview. So, I again, sure. did not appreciate that. No. It's like, okay, then we have a match. Again, had the whole kickoff show to yeah, do that interview. Yeah, had a whole hour to do that interview. Ugh. But then we get to the elimination, actual Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. And I don't know why this wasn't the main event. Because it started off with the Women's Elimination Chamber match. Which was for the brand new WWE Women's Tag Team titles. Yeah. And again, don't know why that wasn't the main event. Because yeah. brand new championship titles. And, you know, women have been killing it pay-per-views lately so Mm -hmm. that should have been the main event but anyways it was really good i liked it a lot yeah yeah it was a fun illumination chamber yeah especially throwing tag teams in there which usually right (laughs) got double the number of people the people in there so you had 12 yeah 12 people in there right yeah Yeah. and unlike royal rumble you actually had them all like going at once like they're all wrestling at one time yeah once they get out of their pods. Yeah, once they get out of their... <laughs> I don't know why they call them pods. That sounds so weird. Well, because the big thing is the chamber. So, yeah. You can have small chambers <laughs> and a big chamber. Anti-chambers. Anti-chambers. Oh, that's... That word's too big for me. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Anyways, so for the Women's Tag Team Title Championship match, we had Naomi and Carmella. I think they were calling themselves Fabulous Glow. Mm-hmm. And then the Riot Squad, represented by Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. Mm-hmm. The Iconics. Yeah. An actual, well, I guess yeah. the Riot Squad and the Iconics are yeah. Real pre-existing tag pre-existing teams. Pre-existing tag teams, there you go. Before the announcement of the women's tag team Had titles. Been tag teams for a while. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then Tamina and Naya... And then Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, who were calling themselves Fire, Fire and Desire, which ooh. and then Bailey and Sasha Banks, the Boss and Hug connection, <laughs> and pretty much most of them had like new ring gear and stuff, mm-hmm. which is nice, make them look cohesive and like tag teams. Right. Naomi and Carmella, they their stuff was still unique to themselves but like color coordinated at least Mm -hmm. like bright neons and then i guess well Liv and sarah they were kind of i don't think i don't think they were wearing anything new though yeah that's true they were just wearing their same same gear but the iconics they were like (laughs) color coordinated with like kind of a navy royal blue kind of and Mm -hmm. black lace accents and stuff it's like oh they're extra tonight Mm-hmm. Which, why wouldn't you be? It's the Women's Tag Team Title Championship. Yeah. And when you're one of the few actual women tag teams. <laughs> right. And then Tamina was still in her regular yeah, stuff. Yeah, Tamina and Nia were in their stuff. Yeah. I mean, Nia's was like a new gear, but it was in the... Yeah. Is similar to the stuff she's what had she's previously. Had before, yeah. And then Sonya and Mandy Rose are probably the most different. They had new jackets and they're all gold mm. and black. And Sonya was wearing, yeah, Sonya was wearing pants, which she normally doesn't. Mm. So no. that was a little different. She usually wears like, like, what kind of skirt? Kind of a, a battle skirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess maybe like a tennis. 
Kurt. Yeah. I'm trying to think of similar, like, athletic stuff. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, she was in pants. Yeah, and then Bailey and Sasha, they kind of had, like, a yellow and silver color scheme going on, which is different than the previous matching ring gear they've had. Yeah. Because up to that, they've mostly been wearing, like, red and and checkerboard. Yeah. Yeah. But, so that was a little different for the yeah, actual pay-per-view. Yeah. But the match started with Boss and Hub Connection and Fire and Desire. <laughs> I'm sorry, that just sounds weird, but that's what they're calling themselves, apparently. And that was pretty good start off. And then, of course, Sasha's kind of been hurt. Mm-hmm. So she was, like, laying out for a while and, like, Bailey was getting it, doing all <laughs> yeah. the work. And then the... Riot Squad came out, and they did a five-woman suplex off of the top <laughs> rope, and, like, poor Bailey was, like, all the way on the top. Okay, shit. So, I guess she got the worst of it, yeah. I guess. I don't well, know. Supposedly. Supposedly. We're supposed to believe she did, anyway. She fell the farthest. Yeah. <laughs> we'll say that much. She's, she fell the farthest. And, of course, then, after that, like, everybody's laid out. Yeah. And then the Iconics come <laughs> out, and so they just, like, start trying to pin everybody. Poor Ref couldn't keep up, because, like, they were both... <laughs> trying to pin people which at that point i was starting to think why didn't they have two refs in there yeah because in theory you could have like six people pin trying to pin six other people (laughs) at once and one ref can't keep up with all that no so yeah poor ref was getting his work cut out for him yeah and then naomi and carmella come out next and at one point like everybody's just getting into it and like bodies are just like flying everywhere (laughs) you know good stuff yeah what you want from your Elimination Chamber. Always. And at one point, Naomi starts facing off with Mandy Rose, and they've had, like, a thing going on for, I guess, like, a couple months now? Yeah. At least a month. Yeah. Or they've been trying to... Yeah, trying to have a thing. I don't know. That's all been weird. But then, while Naomi's distracted by Mandy Rose and... Like, taking her out for a little bit. Then the Iconics double-team Naomi and pin Naomi, <laughs> ugh, which I was, like, kind of upset because I really like Naomi. Yeah. But also, like, I knew she probably wasn't... Her and Carmella weren't going to win because they were literally, like, the last <laughs> team created yeah. to be in the Elimination Chamber match. Yeah. And, of course, while that's going on, like, Nia and Tamina are still in their pod and they're waiting and, like, banging on the sides, being intimidating. <laughs> yeah. Which... I mean, yeah, they are intimidating. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. But then they finally come out, and the Iconics, like, run and hide in their pod. <laughs> try to, yeah, try to Like, hide. try to hide in their pod, yeah. <laughs> Which, I don't know why they just didn't climb to the tops. I don't know why they, like, got back in the pod. They should have just climbed to the top. Yeah. But anyways, Nia and Tamina, like, pry them out of their pod and double-team them, and both the Iconics get pinned. Mm-hmm. Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, they both get pinned at the same time. I think at one point, who was it? Was it Billy Kay that said, I'm sorry to Peyton or something when they <laughs> yeah. were getting beat up? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, I did kind of want them to win. Yeah. Like, we don't see them very often. But, I mean, they've been wrestling together for, like, 14 years, and I think that's so sweet. And... <laughs> Like they've actually been a tag team for fourteen years. Yeah. So I want I kinda wanted them to win. Yeah. But there's always next time. It's a thing now, so Yeah. For something like that, I don't know, you kinda have to give it to a face first and then have a heel come in. But I mean, are they heels though? Kind of. I, I see them more as like heelish. Without with lack of a better term, just like clowns. <laughs> 
because I mean, yeah, they have heel qualities, but they're mostly just there for a laugh, which isn't a bad thing in wrestling. I prefer pretty much all of them to like <laughs> make me laugh, honestly. Yeah, because I want to be entertained. <laughs> <laughs> so like I get what you're saying though about kind of I don't know like I get what you're saying about giving it to a face team first I guess yeah. but also it would have been interesting if they gave it to a heel team first yeah so I don't know but then after that Kynex got eliminated uh, Liv and Sarah they like both climbed to the top of the pods and both went off like at the same time on top of people so that was pretty crazy but then somehow Tamina manages to like double splash the riot squad and like pins both of them like just Tamina pins both of them But then Naya tries to spear Bailey, but Bailey like jumps out of the way and like Naya goes through the pod. Oh, yeah. She almost goes all the way like out of <laughs> the elimination chamber because like that back one was like cracked. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. And even mom was like, is she okay? <laughs> is she alive? And I was like, I am honestly not sure. <laughs> I don't know. That was pretty rough. <laughs> she just went through pe- plexiglass. I don't know. But then, of course, Tamina's just like in utter shock that Naya went through all that and pretty much everybody was honestly yeah but then who who's left it's mandy rose sonya bailey and sasha they're left mm-hmm. and they like all team up on team tamina up. they all pin her to pin her yeah <laughs> then after they all eliminate tamina Sasha's able to submit sonya deville with a modified bank statement because her, her shoulder shoulders hurt so she has yeah. to what does she use she like her foot her leg or something yeah, yeah. Hand I was like oh that's not comfortable but she's able to submit her and Sasha and Bailey are the first ever WWE Women's Tag Team Champions woo woo <laughs> and even Corey's like I'm not crying you're crying <laughs> And then Renee's like, yes, I am crying. Yes, I am crying. <laughs> Which I would have also been crying, but the crowd was being super weird. Yeah. Don't know what was going on because they were booing. Yeah. Which like may- half booing. So it's like, what, what? What is happening? Something else must be going on. Yeah. Of course, they're just focused on Bailey and Sasha's faces. So I don't know if like something else was happening that we couldn't see watching on the network. Because I maybe they were booing like Naya getting pried out of the chamber. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But... I was like getting really upset. I was like, why in the world are you booing something that's been fought for for so long? Like the women's tag team championships. Yeah. And it's Bailey and Sasha. Yeah. Who boos Bailey? Monsters. <laughs> yeah. Monsters, yeah. But eventually, I don't know, they uh, corrected themselves yeah. and started chanting, You deserve it. Yeah. Because you can even tell they were thrown off, but they were like, What? What's going on? I know. It's like, This is what not is the reaction no. anybody was expecting. So I don't know. I don't know what was going on there. No, but that was super weird. Yeah. But, like, I kind of wanted the Iconics to win. Yeah. But I kind of figured Bailey and Sasha were going to win. Yeah. Just because Sasha, I'm pretty sure she might have legitimately been, been hurt for a little bit. Yeah. Because they were, you know, previous episodes of Raw, they were showing footage of them, like, doing stuff with um, Make-A-Wish and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
And when she was there, they were showing footage of her and she was holding her arm very closely to her body, like not moving it. I was like, oh, she may legitimately be hurt. Yeah. But like they kept, they still kept her in the match. Mm -hmm. They didn't remove her and they just like kind of like eased her off and let Bailey do all the work for a couple of bras. Yeah. So I was like, they would have removed Sasha if they weren't trying to do something with her because they moved removed Mustafa Ali from mm. the men's elimination chamber like no problem yeah that's why I was kind of leaning towards like it's cause like I really didn't know but I was kind of leaning towards thinking Sasha and Bailey. yeah which like I'm glad they won like I'm not mad no out of the teams they had other than the Iconics <laughs> Sasha and Bailey were a good choice yeah but after all that opening emotional stuff like that was just the first match of the pay-per-view mm-hmm. we get to the smackdown tag team championship between who was then the current champions the miz and shane mcmahon versus the usos mm-hmm. and they start like miz and, and maurice they come out and announce that maurice is expecting another child mm-hmm. which is you know that's nice exciting news and of course, then the Miz is like, I'm dedicating this match to my family, which is like, aww. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, Shane McMahon comes out and the Usos come out. Mm-hmm. And this was, it was a good match. Yeah. It wasn't like super long. It was like like the right length yeah. match. It's a good length, yeah. It was a good length, you know. A lot of good content without it being overly long or too short. Yeah. Again, people like getting to take the shirt off of Miz because Miz is wearing his late matching <laughs> shirt with Shane, and apparently nobody <laughs> nobody wants him to wear it because no. they always rip it off. Yeah, they always rip it off, and then he threw it at at Shane, and then of course Shane gets all like mad and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Shane tries to do a coast to coast to like eat Jimmy and Jay. He's got one in each corner, and he gets Jimmy, and then he tries to go up and do it to Jay, but then. Jay kicks him out of the air, super kicks him out of the air. Yeah. And it's like, whew. Ow. Yeah, ouch. Then, of course, there's like a miscue between Jimmy and Jay, and Jimmy accidentally dives into Jay. <laughs> and then it's not a pay per view without Shane McMahon going through off Gosh. the top rope into a table. Into a table. It's supposed to be into Jay on the table, but like, he, he like missed yeah, him. Yeah, he totally missed him. And just fully just hit the table. Straight to the table, yeah. He's like, how is... I'm sorry, I've said this multiple <laughs> times, but how is he not dead yet? <laughs> how has he not killed himself yet? He's jumped off higher things into tables. So. Ugh, gosh. <laughs> so, yeah. But then, yeah, Jimmy's able to roll up Miz and pin him for the win, so... Usos are six-time tag team champions? I think so. Yeah, I think so, yeah. So, I don't mind that Usos winning, I was just... A little surprised because I thought they might milk the yeah Miz the, and Shane Miz a little bit Shane more than longer, yeah. three weeks <laughs> yeah, even or is it yeah. it was more like two weeks wasn't yeah. it barely two like, like uh, maybe three let's see probably just at three weeks <laughs> so I mean obviously they're still part tag team partners but right I thought like their reign would have been a little longer yeah. Of course, like Shane's like really rough, and but the Miz does help him up, and they walk out, and then we come up to that Intercontinental Championship match. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. <laughs> but before that, they have like a backstage interview with Leo and Bobby Lashley, and she's like, 
you know, are you kind of worried about about it being a handicap match? Because, you know, you don't have to get pinned, Bobby. Like, Leo could get pinned. I guess it was, like, the week before Finn yeah. pinned Leo. And you tell Bobby's face is like, mm, oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. That's that. true. That's yeah. true. He is kind of the weak link, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. But they then they come out and it is a two on one handicap match between who was then the current Intercontinental Champion <laughs> Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor. And this is like a super short match. Yeah, it was pretty short. And the only reason it kind of feels weird and not real <laughs> is that. The title did change hands, mm-hmm. and it was like such a short match. It's like, wait, did that that just happen? <laughs> yeah. So that's why that's why it's, that match is kind of weird for me, mm-hmm. and it feels so unreal that Finn is now the Finter Continental Champion. <laughs> yeah, that's really hard to say. <laughs> but anyways, it was a good match. It's just like it was too short. For a championship match. Yeah. Especially for a championship match where there was a new champion. Yeah. Not just a new champion, like a first time ever champion for that title. So yeah. I feel like it could have been given a little more time. Yeah, a little bit. But I mean, it was Finn Balor, so it was good stuff to watch. Mm. Of course, as usual, at one point, Leo like baits Finn out of the ring and, you know, Bobby Lashley sends him into the barricade. Nothing new there. Kind of same stuff. And then Finn, he like suicide dives into both of them and like drags Leo back into the ring and then coup de gras and pin for the win. Mm -hmm. But he got that belt and ran because Bobby was going after him fast. (laughs) Like he didn't even really get time to celebrate in the ring. No. I was like, whoo, run away. (laughs) Yeah. Take it and run. And of course, Bobby is not happy. No. And, like, gets mad at Leo and, like, slams him into the mat and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we got a new Intercontinental Champion, Finn Balor. Yay. <laughs> All right. About time. He got some kind of belt. Yeah. Which now it's, like, really weird because, like, oh, yeah, he's champion now. <laughs> he's got a belt on. What? <laughs> but, yeah, that match, I just wish it had been a little bit longer. Especially with three people in the match, it could have been longer. Yeah. And then we move on to short promo stuff with more Charlotte stuff because she's sitting ringside for the Raw Women's Championship match. Yeah. And, you know, just smack-talking Becky. She's like, Becky needs your approval. She's like, I don't. She's like, I'm the best thing in the WWE. You know, (laughs) just Queen Charlotte stuff. But for me, the real story is that nobody's ready for Asuka. Yeah. By this point, we hadn't really seen her since the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. on SmackDown. Obviously, she's been doing live shows and stuff, but SmackDown-wise, I haven't seen Asuka. No. Which is like, okay, you got a new woman's champion. We never... Well, new. She's been champion since December. Yeah. But we haven't seen her. Yeah. Really? So, for me, it's like, oh, everybody rather wrestle Ronda than Asuka. So, <laughs> nobody's ready for Asuka. No. But then we get to the actual match, Raw Women's Championship match, which might as well not even been a thing. No, yeah. I don't even know why they did it. I, other than what they did after, I don't know. Like, it's supposed to be Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot. Mm-hmm. Ronda's wearing kind of new ring gear. Yeah, she's dressed like Sonya Blade from Mortal Kombat games. She's voicing Sonya Blade in the, the new one, Mortal Kombat 11. 
Which, honestly, I kind of like that <laughs> yeah. for her. I think she just comes out in that all the time. Yes. Because it's way better than what she yes. usually has on. Because her current ring gear, she's, like, always pulling and adjusting <laughs> throughout the matches. Yeah. And, like, this, like, not that the match lasted two <laughs> seconds, right. but... I don't know. I thought I thought it was a better fit for her personality-wise and everything. Yeah. So, I don't know. She needs to keep wearing that. I mean, she obviously didn't. She didn't. No. But she should. But, yeah. Just another short Ronda Rousey match, if you yeah. could even call it that. I would. <laughs> I feel super sorry for Ruby Riot. Oh, uh, right. Like, that's just not fair to her. I mean, they kind of made up for it Monday night. Yeah, that was a slightly better match. Longer, at least. <laughs> yeah. But that was basically, I guess you say, a catalyst for Charlotte to then come into the ring and, like, stare down Ronda. Mm-hmm. And then Becky comes Ooh, out. Hobbling out of the crowd. On, on crutches, her crutches. and Looking work. like an anti-Kill Bill with her black... Uh, I was say more like an X-Men movie-looking jacket. Yeah, I guess that's... But it was, like, the pants, too. Yeah. It was black leather with yellow stripes instead of yellow leather with black stripes. No, that's more X-Men than not really Kill Bill. It's Either, like a tracksuit. Well, that was my first thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mostly because she had her her hair was straightened so she's got like a Jean Grey look going on. So. I guess. It looked weird. <laughs> I don't know what was going on there. I, I miss Steampunk Becky. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But the man comes out <laughs> and then she starts her crutches and starts beating Char- Charlotte with them. Yeah. Pretty hard. Yeah. Apparently, because on SmackDown, they're showing Charlotte's arm. It was, like, fully bruised. It's yeah. like, oof. But then Becky kind of acts like she's playing nice with Rhonda and, like, offers mm-hmm. Rhonda a crush <laughs> to start being Charlotte with. But then Becky starts beating Rhonda with yeah. it. It makes her bleed, too. Obviously. And then Becky ends up getting escorted out. Of course, because she's suspended. Because she's suspended, which is so dumb. So dumb. But what was it? Corey was saying, why doesn't anybody do anything? Why doesn't somebody stop her? And it's like, well, why don't you get in there? <laughs> do, why don't you do something about it? I'll get in there and stop her, Corey. Yeah. So I, yeah, I guess that's, I don't know. I thought, like, that's fine, like, on an episode, but like yeah. a pay per view where it's like supposed to be a championship match. And it's like, I don't know. I just feel sorry for Ruby, right? Yeah. That's underutilizing her talent. She got squashed. I, if you could even call it that, like, well, like she got jobbed. <laughs> barely, well, like again, a jobber. Yeah, I don't know. That's what jobbers do. Yeah, but, yeah. So it sucks for her. But. Yeah. Ugh. And then another match I did not care for: Baron Corbin versus Braun oh, Strowman, God. which was at some point turned into a no disqualification match. <sighs> Whenever Baron Corbin comes out, Ugh. it's just. Just sucks the air out of the room. Pretty much. You know, I mean, he does... He's good at what he does at being a heel, like, sometimes. <laughs> no, he just sucks. Oh. Not even in a heel way. <laughs> he just... Well, that's true, yeah. He's just... But, <laughs> I mean, at first it was going decent. Yeah. Corin throws his vest in Braun's face as a distraction. And he gets out of kendo sticks or at least tries to beat Braun Strowman with it. Yeah. And he throws a chair at Braun. It was like a big chair, wasn't it? It wasn't like a folding chair. It was no. like one of the rolly chairs. Rolly office chairs, yeah. And like, but like Braun catches it out of the air. Ugh. But then, because it's a no DQ match, <sighs> Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley come As out his with boyfriends chairs. boyfriends come out. Yeah. <laughs> 
his beefcake boyfriends come his, out. His beefcakes come out. <laughs> start beating Braun with the chairs after Braun had already put Corbin through a table. Mm-hmm. And then they like stack stuff up and like all three of them send Braun through two tables in the mm-hmm. ring and of course then Corbin pins Braun for the win it's like can we be over this yeah it's just it's I'd not, really like to be over that yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> Braun Strowman now it went from Finn getting beat up all the time to Braun Strowman getting beat up all the time and he just came back from an injury yeah and he's a monster he's a monster you don't have monsters get beat up all the time you don't have your giant guys get beat up like that well they when you the, have three other giant guys they do the beating well <laughs> that's why they have to have three beefcakes beat them up beat up a monster well, two beefcakes and Corbin. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Corbin's not a beefcake. That's true. Anyways, I didn't care for that match. No. Then they have, like, backstage stuff with The Miz. Kind of throwing a tantrum while, like, Shane's getting medically attended to. <laughs> he's just, like, so upset. He's like, oh, I failed everybody. I'm the worst. Blah, blah, blah. And Shane's like, calm down. Just go home and calm down. <laughs> yeah. So that was, like, a whole thing. And then, for some reason, Lacey Evans came out (laughs) and then like immediately walked back out yeah and they does like catwalk thing yeah struts out and struts back out and even like Corey and the announcers are like Like, what is happening what's going on on?" so that was that's just what she's been doing lately just walking out (laughs) and then leaving immediately yeah (laughs) like the only time we've seen her wrestle was at the Royal Rumble (laughs) since they announced her coming to the main roster yeah oh and then we get to the main event the men's elimination chamber match for the wwe championship yeah which this was a really good match was so especially good. because who they swapped mustafa ali out for yes who they put in his place kofi kofi kingston yeah which <laughs> turned out to be which is why it was okay this still was the main event that's <laughs> true <laughs> The crowd was... Kofi oh made it a main event. Yeah, yeah, Kofi made it a main event, right? Well, he's like, <laughs> I've been wrestling for WD for 11 years, and I finally get this chance at the, the title, the big one. So he's going for it. Because I think he said he's had everything else, aside from yeah. the Universal. Well, that's because a certain person doesn't show up to work. Yeah. But he's had Raw. He's had just the WWE tag team titles. He has. He's had the Raw tag team, SmackDown tag team, mm-hmm. Intercontinental, and United States. Mm-hmm. He just hasn't had WWE championship. Yeah. So that's his last one. Because yeah. I mean, it's hard to count the Universal title. No. So this is his last one to get. <laughs> yeah. And everybody wants him to have it. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. When, of course. Ugh, the new Daniel Bryan when he comes out with Rowan, which they both have. Now they both have new banner stuff, yeah. recycling symbols and whatnot. <laughs> it's like okay, but like Daniel's like, WWE management is punishing me and Rowan for our ideas and when when when, <laughs> and then he eventually makes his way to the ring, but like just being drama queen. Yeah. But he gets mad because the officials like throw Rowan uh, make Rowan go away. yeah they make him go away which is like well yeah I mean what else is he gonna do right like just stand outside of the chamber like that's yeah. weird I mean it's not weird it's just boring <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
But the match was Kofi versus Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton versus AJ Styles, who is back in his blue. Yeah. Which well, made me happy. He was for this. Thing. Well, yeah, for the pay-per-view. Yeah. And then Samoa Joe and the new Daniel Bryan. The new Daniel Bryan. And Bryan and Samoa Joe start. And, of course, at first, Daniel Bryan stays away from Samoa Joe. Yeah. Which is which has been his thing for pay per views, yeah. but also smart because Samoa Joe gets his hands on you. It's it could be over. Go to sleep. Yeah, he'll just put you to sleep. So best to stay away. Yeah, but then Kofi enters next, and that starts going. Oh yeah. <laughs> At one point, Daniel Bryan was like trying to climb to the top of a pod, and he sits on the top for a while. But then Kofi like jumps to the, I think he jumps to the top from the top rope, but doesn't yeah, he like onto he the up pod to, like, to get him? You're coming yeah. back down here. And then he jumps off the chamber wall onto Smojo and Daniel Bryan, and then AJ Styles comes out next, and he does like a double little DDT to Bryan and Kofi. So just good stuff. And then I think. Somehow Daniel Brown was on like on the chamber wall again, <laughs> yeah. and like AJ does a phenomenal forearm into him, like into the wall chamber wall. So I was like, "Is it like chains? Is yeah, that what it is?" Yeah, chains. Yeah. So I was like, "Ow!" <laughs> yeah. And Smojo tries to coquina clutch Kofi, but like Kofi gets out of it, mm-hmm. and then AJ does a phenomenal forearm out of nowhere to Joe and pins <laughs> Joe. So Joe's like the first eliminated, and then Jeff Hardy comes out. And Jeff Hardy was not in long at all. Poor Jeff Hardy. Oh, yeah. He does get in a swanton bomb off of the pod <laughs> onto AJ across, like, I think AJ was, like, across the top rope, like, laying across the top rope. Yeah. So it's like, ow. Yeah. But then Daniel Bryan gets Jeff Hardy with a running knee and pins him. Mm-hmm. It's like, poor Jeff Hardy. He just got in there. Yeah. And then AJ does, like, a German suplex to Daniel Bryan and Kofi. While, like, Kofi was still in the ropes or something. So yeah. it's like, ow. Again, like, ow. Just ow. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, Randy Orton enters last because of the previous SmackDown gauntlet match they had. Yeah. He manages to RKO AJ while AJ's trying to do a phenomenal <laughs> forearm. Yeah. Oh, but then Kofi does a trouble in paradise to Randy Orton and pins him. So that's just Kofi and Daniel Bry- the new Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Ooh, it was so good. Oh, man. It was so good. No offense to Mustafa Ali, but it would not have been the same match if no. Kofi hadn't been in it. It would not have been the same. No. And somebody, I can't remember which commentator said, like, oh, WWE Universe is finally realizing how good Kofi is, or, like, something to that extent, <laughs> how good he is now. And I'm like, finally, like, I've liked Kofi for a while. I don't know what you're talking about. More like, the McMahons are finally realizing how good right? Kofi is. <laughs> Let's get it straight. It's <laughs> like, I loved watching the new days since we started watching, so it's like, I don't right. know what you're talking about. <laughs> right. I've always appreciated Kofi's ability in the ring. Yeah. Oh, and at one point, like, I think Daniel Bryan, like, throws Kofi into the pot and he, like, bounces off of it. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> painful. But then Kofi, like, climbs to the top of the pot again and, like, he tries to do a, I guess it's a splash. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, I can't remember all the different ways they come go off the top ropes, but <laughs> yeah. he's trying to go off the, well, off the pot instead of the top rope, yeah. like, onto Daniel Bryan, but then Daniel Bryan rolls all the way. Of it's course. like, dang it. Uh, but like yeah just a lot of back and forth a lot of 
almost pins and Ugh, yeah. But then Daniel Bryan gets him with a running knee and pins Kofi for the win. Ugh. And yeah. everybody was like, "Oh, yeah." Because that crowd was finally getting into it. Yeah. And then, of course, like, Biggie and Xavier Woods, like, run out and, like, come help Co- Kofi up. And everybody, and the crowd's just like, thank you, Kofi. A part of me is, like, almost the way they're treating it is, like, is he going to retire soon? Yeah. Which, like, makes me nervous. It's like, don't go away. You're so good. <laughs> yeah. You're so fun and good. Don't yeah. go. New day can't be the new day without you, Kofi. No, who's going <laughs> to throw out the pancakes? <laughs> right. Ugh, but... That was such a good match. Like, I was so into that match. It was so good. Oh, yeah. Itch in my seat. <laughs> For real, though. It was oh, so good. Really good way to end that pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Overall, it was... But, like, yeah, it wasn't a long pay-per-view. No, which not is, at all. Which is fine. Yeah, I mean, it was very fine. You get, you get one, sometimes two a month. Yeah. So, it's okay if they're not all, like, super long... Yeah. But I do wish they had balanced some of the matches a little better. Yeah. Timing-wise. Yeah. Agreed. But overall, a nice little pay-per-view. <laughs> yes. A nice little elimination chamber. <laughs> but enough about how we felt about the pay-per-view. It's time to find out how you, the listeners, felt about the pay-per-view. Because it's time to smack down your vote. Thanks, John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> So, like we mentioned in our previous episode, we're starting to post polls on our Twitter account to see which matches you like the most on pay-per-views. Obviously, we spend our time talking about which ones we like, but it's nice to see what other people think. And so, we had to do two polls again because there were there were technically seven matches, but I made up a <laughs> eighth option. <laughs> but our first... The first one was Tozawa versus Murphy, women's tag team titles, Miz and Shane versus the Usos, and Lashley and Rush versus Finn Balor. And in that one, the women's tag team titles elimination chamber match won that poll at 67%. Tozawa versus Murphy came in at 17%. Miz and Shane versus the Usos came in at 17%. And Lashley and Rush versus Balor came in at zero. Which... I get. I mean, it wasn't a great match. Mm-hmm. I love it because Finn Balor won, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, he's had better matches. Yeah. And then our second poll was Rousey versus Ruby Riot, Baron Corbin versus Strowman, men's elimination chamber match, and then just to round it out, the man Becky Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> and that one. The men's elimination chamber match won at 67%. Mm-hmm. Rousey versus Ruby Riot came in at 22%. Baron Corbin versus Strowman, 0%. And the man Becky Lynch, 11%. <laughs> which I think is because David voted <laughs> for the man Becky Lynch. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's funny that both elimination chamber matches both got 67% at our poll. <laughs> so dead heat for both of those. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, those were the best matches that night, yeah. honestly, so yeah. I get it. And my least favorite one got 0%, Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman, hmm. because a dumb, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Braun Strowman is a monster, and he deserves better. <laughs> yeah. Braun Strowman didn't win, and I'm tired of him getting beat up, so I get it. Me too. 
But yeah, we'll try to do this after every pay-per-view on our Twitter account. Thank you so much for voting. We really appreciate it. Yeah. It's fun to see what other people think of the pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. So please continue to vote if you're listening. <laughs> now that we're done with the pay-per-view, we're going to talk about the fallouts or kind of fallouts. <laughs> what little there was. Yeah. On <laughs> Raw and SmackDown. Of course, we'll start with Raw because Raw happened first. Of course, we start Raw with Triple H. He kind of condones Becky. Not really. Well, personally, not perfectly. Yeah. Not officially. Yeah, not officially. <laughs> Officially, he's like, oh, she does it again. You know, she'll get arrested. But personally, all right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay with this. And then he gets into, apparently, they're bringing up more NXT people, apparently. So he he announced four more. It was Ricochet, Johnny Gargano, Tomasa Ciampa, and Aleister Black. Mm -hmm. Which two of them, well, at the time were current NXT champions, so that's kind of weird that they're bringing them up while they're still (laughs) NXT champions. Yeah. But they were sprinkled throughout the night. (laughs) Yeah. But it's also kind of weird because they have NXT people that they said they were going to bring up and haven't brought up. Haven't really yet. Like, don't know where Lars Sullivan went. Yeah. He was like the first one they started. Months ago. Yeah, months ago they announced him coming (laughs) and then haven't seen him. Not a peep. And then haven't seen Nikki Cross in a little bit. Yeah. Lacey Evans is doing her weird come out strutting, strutting, strutting her stuff, strutting with heavy machinery <laughs> apparently. Yeah. And then uh, EC3 had like two weeks with Dean Ambrose. Yeah. And then didn't see him this week. No. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah. It's a little crazy, <laughs> weird right now. A little confusing. Obviously, lots of stuff going on behind the scenes that yeah. we're not privy to. Yeah, because a lot of people are not re- either being released or not renewing their contracts. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, I know at least Dean, he's not renewing. Yeah, contract. Dean's not renewing his contract, but at least he's still on the yeah, show. Yeah, that's true. But like, there's a few like cruiserweights and other people we haven't seen in a while who are apparently leaving WWE so mm-hmm. it's a little crazy there right now yeah but like the first match was I guess a technically a rematch between Baron Corbin and Braun Strowman yeah it was a tables match because why not sure and of course Braun's all taped up his ribs and stuff from going through two tables at the pay-per-view <laughs> yeah uh, but thankfully he won that match yay Put Baron Corbin through a table. Which... (laughs) Where he belongs, through a table. (laughs) Right. That's exactly where Corbin belongs. Being put through a table. Corbin was super playing with the crowd, though. (laughs) Like, there's a couple kids. He was, like, yelling at the whole time. And he was, like, sending Braun through the... Like, into the barricade and, like, staring at the kids while he's doing that. I'm like, okay. (laughs) You don't have to get that into it. But, yeah. Braun won that. Mm. And then while Braun was exiting, Paul Heyman came out. (laughs) <laughs> and they had a little altercation. Yeah. Which I don't even know why you even try to miss a Braun Strowman, but anyways. And of course, Paul Heyman comes out talking about how wonderful Brock Lesnar is, <laughs> which when he actually wrestles, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They showed the old footage of him. He was scrawny. He was in high school. He's a tiny little <laughs> yeah. kid, which I mean, I guess most people, yeah. before they get beefy boys for the <laughs> WWE, 
or yeah. scrawny, but and then he said like he was the NCAA national wrestling champion or whatever title holder. And then he comes to like WWE, that's really good. And then he goes to UFC, wins that title. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I'm not saying he wasn't good, but now I kind of wish he would be that good still. Like, show okay. us, show me. I haven't seen it. No. Like, the most I kind of got a glimpse of it was when he was wrestling Finn at Royal Rumble. Because <laughs> yeah. he was actually doing stuff. He was yeah. actually doing wrestling moves. It's mm. like, oh, he can move and yeah. do something other than an F5. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. It just depends on if he wants to. You know? Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, basically all that, just saying, like, Seth Rollins isn't ready for the Beast. <laughs> but then, Finn interrupts Paul Heyman. So it's like... <laughs> Mm, I guess we're not done there. No. I guess Finn isn't done with Brock Lesnar if he's interrupting Paul Heyman. Yeah. Even though, ah, Finn to Continental Champion. <laughs> Which, yeah, it's just weird seeing him in a belt because since I've started watching, he hasn't no, had he a hasn't title. Had so this, it's new. It's different. I like it though. Yeah. It looks good. <laughs> yeah, it's a good look. It looks right. <laughs> then he comes out and kind of does a promo, you know saying like all these previous intercontinental champion title holders mm-hmm. he's like i'm honored to have this title i've wanted to have it for a while which could have fooled me because he's been going <laughs> out through the universal title his ring gear is still universal title <laughs> color scheme but anyways of course he mentions <laughs> when he mentions rick flair though it's kind of funny because the crowd goes kind of like yeah duh, woo. so it's like yeah woo. <laughs> it's like what yeah woo. <laughs> So that's funny. But then, of course, Leo Rush comes out and interrupts him. He's like, you don't deserve that title. Which the crowd's like, whatever. Yeah. He deserves it the most. <laughs> but then Bobby Lashley attacks Finn from behind. Mm-hmm. Which is like, okay, you're not Randy Orton. You don't get to do that. <laughs> yeah. And so like, they kind of double team him. But then Ricochet comes out. Yeah. Somebody, somebody finally somebody comes finally, out. Right. To help Finn. Finally, just took somebody coming out from NXT to do it. <laughs> but yeah, oh, and then they in, turns into a tag team match, which Finn and Ricochet make a super good tag team. Yeah. I know I like Braun Strowman and Finn Balor together. I like Monster Club, <laughs> but I also take Ricochet Club. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. I don't know. Because he's literally just Ricochet, so I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but I actually did get to see Ricochet at that NXT event. I went to and he is really good he's fun to watch so that was a really good match yeah and of course Finn and Ricochet beat Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush put them back in their places yeah so we'll see where that goes for Finn from here I don't Mm. know they haven't announced a match for him at Fastlane no he was kind of leading up to he was wanting to to defend it at Fastlane before Mm. he got interrupted I think that's where he's going yeah but I don't know. They didn't announce any of that yet, which yeah. is that's coming up kind of soon. It's coming up. It's coming up fast. Fast lanes coming up fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll have to see about that. Yeah, so we'll see. And then we get Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder versus a Lucha House Party, <laughs> which mm-hmm. uh, I love watching a Lucha House Party. They're so much fun. Yeah. And of course, Kurt Hawkins involved. So he was doing good, but then he lost. He lost little miscue somewhere and he lost yeah but again i still don't believe him and 
Zack Ryder are the same people that they say were tag, youngest tag team champions. No. I'm like, no, sorry. Still don't believe you. No. Unless they're Time Lords, I don't believe you. <laughs> Unless they've regenerated since then. No. They look like completely different people yeah. than the people they showed. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. No, I guess we get a little backstage promo with Champa and Gargano and Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Because they're Bobby Roode and Chad Gable are like, hey, you know, it's nice. Like, good for you. You're on Raw, like, moving up. That's cool. But why are you getting to wrestle the Revival? <laughs> they're like, you kind of supposed to work your way up. And then the Revivals basically, like, they come out and they're like, hush. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a. Ends up being a tag team match between Champa and Gargano versus the Revival, mm-hmm. current Raw tag team champions. And apparently, Champa and Gargano were a tag team at one point while they were at NXT. I think they said they were called DIY yeah. or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But I also got to see them wrestle at that NXT live event, and mm-hmm. they're good wrestlers. So it was a good match. Yeah. But, you know, apparently it was NXT TakeOver night because. Again, yeah. NXT guys won. Mm-hmm. Then we get the Boston Hug Connection, first ever women's tag team title champions. They come out basically saying how thankful they are for winning and mm-hmm. they're going to work hard. Saying they'll wrestle past, present, or future <laughs> for the titles. Yeah. SmackDown, Raw, doesn't matter. So that'd be interesting if they brought in some past people. Yeah, Trish Stratus and Lita. Yeah. It'd be interesting if they came back to go for yeah. it or something. Because they were at Evolution. Mm-hmm. So that would be... I as, think that would, as a tag team. Yeah, as so. a tag team. So that'd be fun to watch. I'm not saying they have to win, but it'd no. still be fun to watch. Yeah, kind of like Goldberg came back to do run. But he, run on the Universal title. But he did win it. Yeah, no. Not for long. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's, it'd be a similar thing like that. Yeah. Then, of course, Nia Jax and Tamina interrupt, mm-hmm. and they're like, Psh, you ain't no big deal. And then they kind of try to attack Bailey and Sasha, but Bailey and Sasha get them, so then they, like, slink away, I guess. <laughs> scurry. 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 Yeah. They scurry away. So maybe Nia and Tamina will be their first challengers. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. I would say probably. But then we get more backstage stuff, and Triple H was talking to Natalia. I think. Yeah. Pretty sure it was Natalia, yeah. Of course, like, that's just, like, fake talking. We don't hear anything. All right, yeah. And then Drew McIntyre comes up. He's like, I want to face Seth Rollins. He doesn't deserve to <laughs> face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. He's like, give me Seth Rollins. And then Dean Ambrose, like, comes up. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm here. You want to wrestle? And then Dean, like, slaps the Drew McIntyre. <laughs> and you can hear Renee go, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so apparently she was not expecting that. No. And then Triple H is kind of joking. He's like, oh, you want to change that match? <laughs> and Drew's like, give me Dean Ambrose. He's like, change the match. <laughs> and so then they get it like a, it wasn't like super short match, but it was like yeah. pretty short. Yeah. And he like Claymore kicks Dean like twice, I think. Mm-hmm. And then like pins Dean. Mm-hmm. Which again, I would like to see a Dean Finn thing. Yeah. Even though I don't, I mean, obviously, yeah. Dean wouldn't... Well, I mean, he could win it once before he leaves. Yeah. And then Finn win it back. Mm. But I just want to see Dean and Finn wrestle. I don't yeah. think I've seen that, and I want to see it before no. Dean goes away. Yeah, I don't think that's it. But then we get a backstage promo with, like, Seth talking about 
you know, Universal Championship thing again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then D comes up from behind and he's just like rubbing shoulders and stuff, like being sore. And he's like, where were you? <laughs> and Seth's just like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Have you lost your mind? And Dean just looks at him and shrugs and walks off. And he's like, I guess. Well, sure. Yeah. And it's just like, Dean, don't go. Please don't go. This, that's the good Dean Ambrose, the fun Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Wah. I don't want him to go. And then apparently we get Elias heel again. Apparently he's gone heel again. He was <laughs> yeah. kind of faced for a while and now he's heel again. Mm-hmm. Just bad mouthing Lafayette. And weirdly he's wrestling Aleister Black. I feel like that's an interesting yeah. pair to wrestle each other. But mm-hmm. they keep saying something. They say something about Aleister Black. Like the way of the left hand or something. Yeah. Something with the left hand. And like there's like a hand print like on his like banner stuff but it's like a right hand print because like i'm like that's a right you can't say the way of the left hand and have like a right hand up there it's like how's nobody got that so i don't know i thought it was weird but he has a pretty interesting entrance other than the mishap with the hand print thing because he like comes up out of the fog and there's like candles and stuff so (laughs) but yeah that was a it was a pretty good match though yeah Again, interesting combo, Elias and Aleister Black. I feel like those are two different ends of the spectrum of, <laughs> yeah. of gimmicks, but... Yeah. But it was a good match. Again, Aleister Black won. NXT mm-hmm. wins. NXT TakeOver night. Yeah. Or week, week actually, yeah. yeah. So more like week. And then we kind of get a makeup for the lack of a match at Elimination Chamber between Ronda Rousey and Ruby Riot mm-hmm. Because... That's just what Ronda Rousey does now, has an open challenge after pay-per-views. Yeah. And so we get another women's championship match between Ronda Rousey and Ruby Riot. And this time it's actually a match, thankfully. Yeah. But of course, like, the rest of the Riot squad's also out there. Mm-hmm. And Ronda's... Actually, Ronda wasn't even back to her normal gear. It was like very basic bottoms and just like a blank white sports bra mm-hmm. and then like a weird strappy shirt across her shoulder thing mm-hmm. so I don't know that was, I don't know what was going on there that was kind of weird she should have worn her pay-per-view gear yeah. personally but that's just me apparently or also you I don't know yeah yeah I think she should keep it yeah I guess she can only wear it once whatever agreement they had with Mortal Kombat guys. Oh, uh, that's true. I didn't think about that. But still, she needs to start wearing pants. <laughs> Even though uh, Seth Rollins wore his Thanos pants for quite a while, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think those were officially licensed. <laughs> but he wasn't wearing his he wasn't wearing his gold boot booty though. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, it was it was an okay match. Again, it wasn't Yeah overly long I guess but at least it was a match yeah still though poor Ruby pretty much poor everybody <laughs> everybody has to wrestle Ronda not that not in the sense that oh she's actually a really tough hard wrestler but in the fact mm. that obviously you're not gonna win because yeah because the writers and the McMahon family just only care about Ronda Rousey right now mm-hmm. and not even in the sense of like giving her actual storyline no because she doesn't even have a storyline, really. No. 
I mean, they kind of do with, like, Becky and Charlotte, but she's on Raw. Let her have a storyline with people on her show. Yeah. Again, the real story, nobody's ready for Asuka, (laughs) so they have to have everybody wrestle Ronda, because nobody's ready for Asuka. Yeah. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) But yeah, so, of course... Ronda wins again, and that's the that's the end of Brawl. Yep. And then we get to SmackDown Live, which starts off with Shane McMahon. And Shane McMahon basically comes out saying, you know what? All those NXT guys that were on Raw last night, they were so good. We're going to have them here tonight on SmackDown. <laughs> but then The Miz interrupts and he comes out. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just want to apologize. I lost our titles. It's all my fault. This is like, I'm sorry, I used you, Shane. I used your relationship with your father to help improve my relationship with my father. But then we were good together. We won. And you had my dad come out. And that was the first time I ever heard him say he was proud of me. He's like, I know there's no automatic rematches anymore, but you're Shane McMahon. Let's get a rematch. This crowd wants a rematch. We want a rematch. And then, of course, the Usos come out, and they're like, whoa, this is a loser. You need to get a new tag team partner before you get a rematch with us. Mm-hmm. And, of course, then Shane gets mad. He's like, whoa, don't you disrespect the Miz like that. That's my partner. <laughs> He's like, you know what? We are having a rematch at Fastlane. So, apparently, we have a SmackDown tag team rematch at Fastlane. That was, mm-hmm. like, the first announced match, I think, for Fastlane. Yeah. And, of course, apparently it's in The Miz's hometown of Cleveland, so <laughs> we'll see how that goes yeah. for The Miz and Shane O'Mac. And then the first actual match was Aleister Black versus Andrade. Apparently, according to the commentary team, they have a history between each other mm-hmm. on NXT. NXT yeah. Apparently, Aleister Black beat Andrade for the NXT championship in New Orleans, which is where they were, for SmackDown, which that was a good match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good match. They're both very good wrestlers, mm-hmm. especially Aleister Black. He's, he's got a very interesting <laughs> style. Very unique style. Very, uh, oh, what am I? Hard. Yeah, hard-hitting, but also, like, very, uh, psychological. Yeah, that's true. He tries to mess with their heads, because they'll be like... Like he's jumping at him, but they don't jump back off the ropes into the middle of the ring, like sit in the middle of the ring. Yeah, like, this smug kind of like, yeah. Well, oh yeah, before they went to commercial, like he was like looking right at the camera, <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, nobody does that. Ooh. No, so that's psychological to me, and I'm not even the one he's wrestling. <laughs> right, but yeah, he he beat Andrade. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a good match. And then the next match was. Again, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Wrestling Gargano versus The Bar, which The Bar was not taking them seriously at all. <laughs> no. Well, because they, they do a little promo with them backstage. Oh, did they? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, oh, we didn't come to uh, set the bar or whatever. They're like, we came to break the bar. And of course, oh no, <laughs> Seamus and Cesaro just laugh at them because like, oh, that's cute or whatever. <laughs> Because, I mean, size-wise, like, <laughs> forget about it. Yeah. Sheamus and Cesaro, pretty big guys. Yeah. But, yeah, that was a that was a good match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
It was very good money. Yeah. Of course, at the beginning, was it Cesaro was like spinning on Johnny Gargano or something? Because he's like, oh, come on, Johnny Wrestling, let's go. And he like, <laughs> yeah. like spins on, I don't know what that's about, but other than being really weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't think that's a wrestling move, but okay. <laughs> no. I think the only other person I've seen do that is maybe Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what is happening? Cesaro, what are you doing? <laughs> no. oh, I saw his mouth guard, though. It's different now. So it actually mm. says the bar on his mouth guard now. <laughs> But yeah, because Cesaro and Sheamus weren't taking him seriously, kind of got caught off guard, and Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa win. Yeah. Pin, I think they pin Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Tommaso pin Cesaro. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. Barr should have taken them seriously. <laughs> yeah. Just because they're little doesn't mean they're not fierce. <laughs> I say little, they're probably yeah, normal size men normal size guys yeah and then we get Asuka finally oh yeah fine. Ugh, coming out <laughs> she finally took a break long enough from playing Ace Combat 7 to, <laughs> apparently. to be on Smackdown <laughs> apparently and it was supposed to be like just an interview I guess and Asuka's like I'm tired talking about Becky I'm tired talk- hearing about Charlotte she's like I want a competitor. I want somebody to wrestle. Let's go. And of mm. course, ugh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville come out. It's like, please. <laughs> right. Ugh, but she catches Asuka off guard. And then Lacey Evans comes out again for no reason, like in the middle of the match. <laughs> serves as a distraction enough, I guess, to distract Asuka. And mm-hmm. Mandy Rose takes advantage and somehow manages to beat Asuka, which yeah. is like, Okay, no. Yeah, no. Not believable. Sorry. No. Nobody's still ready for Asuka. No. That's... I firmly believe that. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm hoping there'll be a SmackDown Women's Championship match at Fastlane. Yeah, hopefully. I I don't know who she's going to wrestle. I hope it's not Mandy Rose. Yeah. Because and then it's like, well, Asuka's definitely going to (laughs) win. Right. But we'll see. But at least, oh, at least we got to see Oscar. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, why have a champion that you're not going to show? Which also, I miss our truth. <laughs> yeah, speaking of champions, speaking of champions, show. we don't see our okay. truth. Come back. Oh my gosh, there's such a funny video on Twitter though. I don't know how old it was, but mm. I don't know. I guess it's like some dad going to this. I'm pretty sure it was a Walmart, and like looking for like a toy for his kid, mm. but then like. Our truth is there, like just like standing like with his belt on. I guess it wasn't very old because he had United States uh, title, yeah. and he's like standing there, kind of like an action figure. <laughs> and the dad's like, "Oh, perfect, I love it." And then like the next shot is like our truth, like standing like in the bug cart, <laughs> and the dad like pushing the cart down the aisle. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> so apparently, our truth's just making funny social media videos. Apparently, but come back, our truth, we miss you. Yeah, True TV. Yeah, Truth TV. <laughs> Dance break. But anyways, getting back to actual SmackDown. Because our truth wasn't on SmackDown. It was Ricochet versus Eric Young. Which, that was another good match. Mm-hmm. Which, I, another person, another group we haven't seen in a while, Sanity. <laughs> Sanity yeah. Again, they're bringing up all these people, but then we don't see the ones that they have already brought up. Yeah. So... But at least we got to see them, so that's good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Ricochet be Eric Young, even though he had like his I don't know the other Sanity people's what are their names K- 
Killian Dane and Alexander Wolf. Yeah. They kind of, I guess they kind of get a little involved, but Ricochet still beats Eric Young. Yeah. Ooh, then we get to more good stuff. I mean, it's all good stuff. Well, it's not all good stuff, <laughs> yeah. but the real good stuff. Yeah. It's a six-man tag team match between pretty much all the participants from the, the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Kofi Kingston, AJ Styles, and Jeff Hardy versus the new Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton, and Samoa Joe, and... Of course, like I think, yeah, New Day, like the rest of the New Day and Roland, yeah, they were, like, were on the yeah, they were outside, all outside yeah. yeah, outside the ring too. But actually, uh, earlier in the night, uh, we got a little promo with the the New Day and Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles, where <laughs> Kofi and the New Day come bearing a pancake branch <laughs> in, as peace offerings of an olive branch. <laughs> it's just a branch they stuck pancakes on. <laughs> And offered to Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles because they were wrestling together. Yeah. Even though they were enemies at Elimination Chamber, be teammates. So yeah. that was fun. <laughs> oh, I love the new day. Yeah. But that was, a, again, another good match. Mm-hmm. Even though, was it before? Yeah, before Daniel Bryan's like, oh, I have to defend my title at Wrestling. And he's like, but it's none of you guys. Right, yeah, he's like, Everyone else is I'm not defending against any of you. And of course they're like, whoa, 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 you, you don't get to make that decision. I'm like, rude? <laughs> of course in my head I'm like, it's not going to be any of you because it's going to be all of you. I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Kofi, AJ, and Jeff Hardy, they, they defeat Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton, and Samoa Joe. Of course, but then like after, while well, they're all they're celebrating, Shane McMahon comes out. He's like, you know what? I want it. WWE Universe wants it. Kofi, you're gonna go up against Daniel <laughs> Bryan for the WWE Championship of Fastlane, and everybody's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, yes. I'm so ready. Now, yeah. now I'm ready for Fastlane. <laughs> yeah. Before I was like, eh. but now I'm like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Kofi, Kofi, Kofi. Kofi, Kofi. Like, even AJ was like, yeah, Kofi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even AJ was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> AJ and Jafari were like, yep. <laughs> we agree. <laughs> yeah, we approve. <laughs> Good choice. Correct choice. So, yeah, that was uh, SmackDown. Yeah. So, I guess SmackDown had a little more repercussions. Yeah, it was a little bit more. Well, I mean, so. I guess, actually, you think about it, it's kind of the same. It just didn't feel like a lot. Yeah. Because I mean, SmackDown shorter. So. Yeah, that's true. It's more condensed. But still, more NXT takeover than Fallout from uh, yeah. Elimination Chamber. Which is kind of weird. And having all of them win all of their matches. Yeah. Too, it was like, okay. It's like, we get it. <laughs> yeah, we get it. They're the best from NXT. You're bringing them on. But I guess, like, kind of a side note, I guess. I mean, they don't have. They're not having to do this, but apparently couple of people are being either released or not well we kind of mentioned this earlier yeah are being released or not renewing their contracts for wwe so they're losing people so i guess they feel like oh crap we gotta replace them even though they have the people they're losing they haven't really been showing or featuring at all so it's like how do you have to replace them (laughs) yeah i saw i don't know if you do i saw ty dillinger kind of in the ring once and that was like that weird thing with randy orton yeah right after that was after hell in a cell mm-hmm. 
and before he kind of had stuff with like promos with our truth yeah and then tjp is leaving he was a cruiserweight great i feel like a pretty popular cruiserweight mm. and then hideo itami also and he was in that championship match at royal rumble for the cruiserweight so pretty well-known wrestlers in their prime yeah are yeah. leaving wwe yeah so not sure what's going on there no so maybe that's why I feel like they need to bring up NXT people to replace the people that are leaving. But there are plenty of people already that aren't shown. <laughs> that could use some more screen time. Yeah. Like, just as an example, Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> yeah. Been Actual doing weird promo stuff with. No ring. But, nothing in the ring. But nothing in the ring. So maybe use what you got. <laughs> right. Uh, so I don't know. That's just all been kind of weird. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see where WWE goes from here. Oh, and that sound means it's time for our wrestling word of the week. And in honor of Bailey and Sasha, the Boston Hug Connection being crowned the first ever WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, mm-hmm. our word for this week is tag team, which I guess is technically two words, <laughs> yeah. but we're going with it. A tag team may be made up of wrestlers who normally wrestle in singles competition, but more commonly are made of established teams who wrestle regularly as a unit and have a team name and identity. Tag team. Hooray. <laughs> yeah. Since the women's tag team title is new for WWE, they've kind of had to make up some tag teams from singles competitors. Mm-hmm. Some tag teams, obviously, a little more cohesive and work better than others, but, yeah. <laughs> for example, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder were really good tag team partners, and apparently now they gotta relearn how to be tag team. <laughs> apparently. They've been apart too long, I guess. Sasha and Bailey have had their ups and downs as singles competitors, but they've come together to become the first ever women's tag team title holders. Mm-hmm. Bobby Roode and Chad Gable have kind of come together to become one glorious tag team. <laughs> yeah. Usos, down since day one-ish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Down since day one-ish. The Bar, they, Sheamus and Cesaro, were bitter rivals turned tag team by Mick Foley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Wrestling were the week. Tag team. <laughs> Congratulations to Bailey and Sasha, the Boss and Hug Connection. Yes. Congrats. But anyways, thank you for listening to On the Road 2. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, our most recent episodes on SoundCloud. Please like, share, subscribe, download, tell your families and friends. You can also find us on Twitter at OTRT Podcast. So you can vote on our polls after pay-per-views. Or if you have any questions, you can email us at ontheroadtopodcast at gmail.com. Did I forget anything? (laughs) I don't think so. I would like to apologize for the possible sound quality of this episode. (laughs) It has been kind of thunderstorming, so if you hear heavy rain, that is why. I am very sorry. (laughs) I'll see what I can do in editing. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) 
But yeah, thanks so much for listening, and we will see you on the road to... Fast Lane. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was it.